Hey, it's Heidi from Butcher Babies, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, this is Yaron from Battlecross, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. What's up? This is Tony from Battlecross, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello and welcome to episode 277 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Sean, coming from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This episode, we bring to you an interview with Tony from the band Battlecross. I first heard of Battlecross back in 2013 before they did Mayhem Fest and when their second album, War of Will, was coming out. I've been a big fan of theirs ever since. Battlecross has a new album coming out next week called Rise to Power, and Tony was gracious enough to talk to us about that album. Before we get to that interview, though, here's a track from the album. This is called Not Your Slave. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line with me, I have Tony from the band Battlecross. How are you doing today, Tony? Spectacular, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Um, starting off, you guys just came back from uh, doing Heavy Montreal. How was that experience for you guys? Oh, dude, it was it was insane. Um, we kind of uh, <clears throat> walked into it, you know, confident because we had done it before uh, right. back in 2012. And uh, we had a blast that time around. So we were just, you know walking into it you know just expecting it to be a lot of fun and see some see some of our friends and check out some of the other bands and end up turning out really really awesome so um fortunately we were we headlined the uh Blairmouth stage went on about seven forty-five, mm-hmm. and we walked out on stage and it was just packed out there and uh they call it the forest stage uh, right. because there's trees in the middle of the 
of the thing. So it, it was just, it was just unreal. So anyway, we kicked in and everybody was having a good time. And by the end of our set, we had a wall of death and we had a circle pit around a tree and wow. everybody had a really good time. So, um, everything went really well, played some new songs and yeah, it was a good time, man. So, cool. well, yeah, I saw there's some videos floating around of the, uh, the wall of death from your guys set. I think uh, it's on your Facebook page. It looked like a very intense time. Um, you guys got a lot of exciting things going on right now. Uh, most importantly, you have a new album coming out, Rise to Power. Um, this album comes out 21st. Um, can you talk a little bit about the process of writing and recording this album? Yeah, sure. Um, well, our process uh, for writing is hasn't changed um, too much uh, since you know we the inception of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd say one of the big biggest differences though is this time just. I feel like the band is more confident um, in what we're doing um, and, and kind of just relying and being confident on the, the mixture that we have between, you know, the five of us writing. Right. And uh, <clears throat> the, the process, you know, starts with, of course, a riff that inspires the rest of the song, kind of base it around that. Um, and that's kind of always been what we do is just, you know, let the guitars really drive the song and let everything else kind of compliment that compliment the beat compliment the groove mm-hmm. and then um you know the the leads and the vocals are kind of the, one of the last things that really gets polished and honed out um but uh this time around we were very uh, uh privileged and an honor to to go back to uh, Audio hammer studios down in florida and those guys are great we worked with one-on-one with jason sukoff who produced the album and uh he's got a lot of great ideas he's he's a really fun guy to work with uh, very relaxed. And, um, I think that also helped, uh, mm-hmm. just, you know, going back to, you know, people we were familiar with along with, uh, Mark Lewis, who mixed and mastered the, the album and it came out sounding the better than, you know, anything we put out before. So, right. um, I think it's just a really good combination of the material that we had and, and the guys that we worked with in the studio that, um, helped make this album be, in my opinion, our best one yet. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a great album. It got you know the the early release from the PR company, and it's you know it it seems like there's a little bit more of a groove to some of the songs. Did you guys you know were mm-hmm. you guys um did you want to like change it up a little bit, or was it just kind of like that was where your heads were at when you were writing the songs? Yeah, uh, that that was just kind of where our heads are at, and then as it started becoming that way for those certain parts we just really really dug it really felt really good mm-hmm. so um we we're like hell let's let's ride that let's you know that sounds really good let's uh keep that going in this part or or whichever um part specifically so um yeah definitely just kind of came out uh, out of the writing processes right. of just letting things flow you know what i mean not really trying too hard to be one thing you know, from, from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, that's kind of how we write. It's just like how, how it feels, how it flows and just with what feels good. So now was there any pressures with this being like the third album? It's like, you know, we got, was there any pressures to try and top, you know, war will and push poor destroy or was it, uh, you know, did you just try and keep an open mind and say, you know, we're not going to focus on those albums. We're just going to do what yeah. feels natural. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Last thing you said is, is uh there i mean there's always some kind of pressure but this right. time around it was it wasn't nearly as much i just think that um just being closer with you know our label metal blade records and mm-hmm. just um knowing our team and just like i said before that confidence of just knowing what what we want and being and being i guess 
not not ha- happy with it, but right. just sort of like, yeah, we, we know what we want to play, and, and we know that whatever we put together, as long as we stick to our guns, it's going to be – it's going to – we're confident that it's going to come out good. You know, it's, we're confident it's going to be something that we like. Right. So, you know, um, I think that that was just our attitude, you know, walking into the writing process, walking into the studio and just making all those decisions that go around putting out a record, you know, everything from the first riff you write all the way to the, the album artwork, right. you know, and, and it's just one of those things where, you know, I think we just felt really good about it. And, and since you're asking me, I, I, I felt, the most relaxed writing this record out of, out of any of them. Really? Um, but okay. if you ask Kyle, our singer, you know, <laughs> he was, he was a little more under the gun for vocals, you know, like, right. Um, a lot of the stuff that came out and blossomed was in the studio, you know, when he was working one on one with Jason. So, okay. um, they, they really collaborated a lot to really, really step up the vocals, you know? Um, and I think that they nailed it. Um, another thing that I felt like we really, <clears throat> I felt like I needed to do as far as leads and stuff was really focus on something, uh, on writing parts that were memorable to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to just blast through and, you know, write something real quick and, and not like I've done that before, but right. you know, just, just really like pound that in really like write appropriate, um, harmonies and things that, that really, uh, accent and complemented the part of, of the song. You know, if there's a key change in the middle, it would really try to accent that. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that I felt like I needed to execute. And, and as well, Jason there helped, you know, really helped push me to, to do the best for that. Right. Now, I want to ask you, like, you guys, you know, do a lot of touring and whatnot. Do you guys, do you write on the road or would you guys, you know, just focus on the touring then when you were sat down to write the record? Do you, that's when you work on the record. Or do you have like, um, ideas? Yeah. Yeah, um, sometimes we'll come up with stuff on the road, but it'll usually be, you know, maybe a part here, a part there. Uh, but 99% of the material is written uh, when we're home but okay. and just kind of in the zone, you know. Right. Because when you're on the road, there's a lot going on. It's, it's very, you know, fa- once you get to the venue, it's very fast-paced. Right. Um, one thing after another, and before you know it, the show's over, and, and it's time to, you know, hop in the van and go to the next place. But um, so, yeah, uh the majority of stuff's definitely written, you know, in, in the zone at home. So. Right. Now do, um, what, 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 what's your favorite parts of the album? What's, what stands out the most for you? Um, let's see, I it? really like how the album kicks in. Um, I, it kicks in with the song scars. Right. Um, it just has like a really cool, just kind of like punky thrash vibe to it. Um, which I really like. And that was actually one of the last songs written. Okay. Uh, for the album. So I felt like, um, when I sat down to write, you know, the riffs and kind of get the structure down for that song, I felt like it was kind of the thing that was missing from the album that I, that I want to hear, like just listening to all the demos and stuff mm-hmm. before we even went in the studio. I was like, you know, I really feel like this, like, let's, let me put something else to get, let me try something else. So I just, that was kind of one of the last songs. Um, another one of the last songs that turned out really good was, uh, absence track three, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, you'll be hearing a little bit more about soon. I uh, can't say exactly what it is, but it, it's going to be cool. cool. Um, so that's kind of another one of those songs that stands out for me. Um, the Path, the last song, track 10, right. uh, stands out a lot to me. It has, you know, the really cool intro and uh, just really builds up from there and has a really cool bridge and lead parts and epic outro. And I, I just think it's a great way to end the, end the album. So it's a lot of really 
cool tracks on this thing and each one stands out on its own and i hope that our fans our fans dig it so. definitely well you guys released uh not your slave as the first signal a while back and i remember the day you guys released it listened to it i loved it got a lot of good response what was the decision to release that out that song first um i think just because it was one that right off the bat it was kind of suggested to us okay. um from from metal blade like hey how about not your slave and we were just like yeah that's let's do it you know that's not that sounds like a great you know song to put out and so it's kind of one of those songs that was kind of suggested and we all agreed on mm-hmm. and also um kind of in retrospect looking back um just reading online maybe reactions or maybe friends telling me whatever i, I liked looking back now that coming out with something that you wouldn't expect right, right. so it because it really like you know just kind of the vibe that i got from from the fans is like you know they dug it but it wasn't the same exactly the same you know battle cross that they had heard before right. so i thought that was really cool just not putting out something that you would expect putting out something a little different even though if you've heard the whole record you'll mm-hmm. you'll still hear you know the classic oh, yeah. kind of feels that that you might hear on our first album or kind of something mixed in in between so um and I, I just want to mention that <clears throat> I've told other people, you know, we don't want to write the same record twice. Exactly. So if if any kind of preconceived notion that I do have walking into writing, that is one thing is I don't want to, if, if it sounds too similar to something else, then I'll just right. kind of shy away from or work on it until it doesn't. So that's definitely um, something that uh, we don't want to do. We don't want to, you know, write push pull destroy too you know we exactly. want to have a whole, you know, a whole fresh new thing so and i feel like we really uh were able to capture that on rise of power so all yeah. fresh new songs man oh, i i agree with, with with what you're saying like when i listen to it I, I i like not your slave for instance like when you guys first released it when i first heard it, i'm like you know it, it was different it, it to me it showed you a lot of a lot of growth it you know it didn't have all the speed although the speed's still on the album but you know like it had more of like the groove and stuff to it which i thought mm-hmm. was was really cool yeah, it's crushing, man. So um, that's that's kind of the thing that once once we felt that crushing feel, we're like, right. dude, that's awesome. So yeah. Now you and you and Haran started, you know, founded Battlecross, you know, back in two thousand three. Looking back over the like the last twelve years, can you talk about how you guys have grown together as musicians and how you guys because you guys have a, a unique sound and you guys really complement each other's playing and just can you touch base a little bit on how you guys have developed that relationship over the last few years? Um, well, I think just starting off, you know, just having that mentality and being very, very hungry to get out is right. huge driving force for anybody. You know, it's inspiring to, to just have that feeling like, man, like I see these bands go out there and they're just, they can tour and they can put out records and like, how do they do that? How do they manage to do that? when we can't even find the right guys to jam with. So I think just having coming from that background of like trying so hard to like do something and just never letting up um, was like a good start for us. You know, it's a kind of a kick in the ass. Um, it wasn't easy. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, just starting there and then and then between here and I just really like building and influencing off each other. Like I would kind of learn something new and bring it to the table and he would dig it. So then he'd kind of feed off that and turn that into something else. And I think just like being you know him and i've been best friends forever i mean he lived across the street from me so we i mean we've been friends since we were five years old right so you know just having that connection that brotherly connection just kind of like feeding off each other with the guitar and the riffs and feeling and the inspiration of other bands that we like 
and just like, hey, check these guys out. Oh, they're sweet. Oh, dude, I heard this band, you know, check these guys out. And just like being so hungry and just like loving it and mm-hmm. going to shows and just always, you know, it's being inspired by our friends and our peers. And I think that really helped us grow. So from early on and, and just since then and growing, um, just the great musicians we've had a privilege of jamming with along the years. And, um, and the, you know, the tours that we've done and jamming with those bands and seeing those guys on, on stage every night and just being really inspired by them. Right. Um, really, you know, I can say, uh, kill such gauge has been like huge, huge influence. Um, as far as like, you know, just everything about that band is amazing yeah. uh, to me on stage and, and on the records and stuff. Uh, Live or Just Breathing is a huge influence uh, musically for me. Um, and also seeing uh, In Flames, those guys, yeah. Yeah, they're a huge inspiration for me. So, and there's many more, you know, Origin, Goat Horror, you know, you name any, right. any band that, you know, that we love that was amazing, you know, somehow we were able to go on tour with them. Right. You know? And there's, work, there's hard work behind it, but I'm just saying, you know, like, from our point of view, being fans of that is just like, it's just amazing. Oh, to, sure. It's just like, get to know them and get to see them every night. And it's, it's mm-hmm. awe-inspiring. So that definitely has a lot to do with it too. Right. Um, and also just kind of like pushing ourselves, you know, if you listen to our, our albums, you know, there's, there really isn't anything like groundbreaking on next level about it as far as like, Oh, I've never heard that before. I mean, that's not what we're going for. Right. You know, we're playing music that we want to play and, and that we want to hear. And it may be pushing ourselves to play that because, you know, maybe, you know, a few months ago, I couldn't play that, you know, so I'm pushing myself to be able to achieve that, even though there's some guitar virtuoso out there who could just play it like nothing. Right. So, at least, you know, we're trying to push ourselves as musicians ourselves. And, you know, that's that's a huge thing, too, is like not settling and not trying to be lazy about it or anything like really trying hard to to play what we want to play and achieve those goals. So sure, that, sure. just having that attitude really helps, I think, a band grow. So. Yeah, and one thing I like about you guys, too, is you guys all seem very grounded. You're very in touch with your fans. You know, you even mentioned, like, you keep up with the what's on the, you know, the comments and stuff. And, and that's something that, you know, you don't see a lot too often where, you know, you guys – really are into the group and yeah it's like you know you guys have been labeled like blue collar thrash and whatnot and i think you know that work ethic and it really shows and you can hear that in the albums and whatnot um so after three albums you got three albums out you know they're all three of them you know kick-ass albums they all build off each other and, and and grow and and whatnot what's the thing you're most proud of um you know looking back at your career so far um well okay we had a meeting a long time ago and this was before we ever toured or ever signed or anything like that and mm-hmm. we all sat down and we talked about where we want to be in the next five years and we all agreed that we wanted to you know put out an album tour and just take things as they come and try to get to the next level not take too big of a bite not try to dominate the world all at once you know, like, let's do this. And then once we accomplish that, let's try the next thing. And, and it just keeps growing and growing and snowballing. And, and I think that was being that our mentality, sitting down and having that meeting and finding out where everybody's head was really helped kind of like put into perspective, Hey, we're all in this together. So one of the biggest accomplishments, accomplishments that I have to say is just being a part of something that everybody wants to do. Right. And just being thankful that everybody in the band is on the same page. And, the interesting thing about that time was there was one guy in the band who's no longer in the band for years 
that wasn't quite on the same page and he didn't want to do exactly the same thing we wanted to do. And when I was reading my answers aloud, I said, well, one thing I would really like to do is just be inspirational to someone else, just have some kind of positive inspiration to them, whether it be musically or whatever. And when I said that, he laughed and thought it was completely ridiculous. And fast forward till now, I've been fortunate enough to meet people who have told me that our music is inspirational and it does make a difference to them and it, it is important. So that's beyond my wildest dreams, that sure. alone. Just doing being a part of something that's great and then also somehow in some positive way meaning something to someone else and being inspiring to them. That's bar none the, the biggest accomplishment that I could ever dream right. of. Right, sure. I mean, that, and and music is perfect way of of, of doing that because um, it's it's personal on so many levels. You guys are writing from the heart, and when it touches someone else, you know that's got to be you know feel good thing for you guys. Damn straight. Um. So, you know, again, great album. I love the album. I love you guys. You guys got a tour coming up with Guar and Butcher Babies. You talk about what we can expect on that tour. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Um, we were fortunate enough to do um, some stuff with Guar in the past, uh, right. three or four shows, and uh, they were amazing. Uh, one of the hardest things about doing those is <laughs> Guar fans are diehard Guar fans, <laughs> and they want to see Guar. So being the you know the opening band on the package, which we are, you know, it it may be rough, but I'm hoping by the end of our set we'll win them over. You know, right? I'm sure um, you will. So, you know, we had we had a really good time. So we're we're just walking into it, just expecting to have fun and and just put it all out there and and reconnect with everyone once again on the road. And um, also, uh, Butcher Babies, uh, you know, they're a great great bunch of bunch of guys and girls and a great band. And we're just looking forward to reuniting with them once again because we had done uh, Mayhem with them in right. 2015. Got to know them, you know, watch them perform and and watch them grow. And and uh, so it's gonna be really cool to reunite with Guar and Butcher Babies you know, once again on for something really special. So, um, I believe it's uh, like their Guar's 30 year kind of yeah. tour celebration thing. So, um, we're very happy to be a part of that and we're just really looking forward to being back out on the road and, and playing some more new material, um, to introduce uh, the new record. So, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Cool. Cool. And, uh, that tour kicks off here in Pittsburgh. We're, uh, looking forward to having you guys out here. Hell yeah, dude. Pittsburgh rules, man. We love playing there. So, um, hell yeah, dude. I, I know it's going to be fun. I can already tell. So, oh, definitely cool. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us again. You know, the album comes out on twenty first. It's called Rise of Power, and we're uh, definitely looking forward to hearing the album and seeing you guys out on the road. Hell yeah, brother! Awesome. Thanks for the interview. We'll see. You, we'll see you then.
Okay, that song coming out of the interview is called Absence, and it is off of Battle Cross's forthcoming album, Rise to Power. They just released a video for that song. You can check it out on their website. I'd like to thank Tony for taking the time to talk to us. Battle Cross is one of the hardest working bands out there. They really care about their fans. They put out some kick-ass music. Again, the album is called Rise to Power, and it comes out August 21st. Battle Cross will also be hitting the road with Guar and the Butcher Baby starting August 25th. That tour kicks off right here in Pittsburgh at Mr. Small's. That about wraps up this episode. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ironcityrocks. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks. And check out our Instagram at instagram.com forward slash ironcityrocks. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>